0: coronavirus then stay the fuck away but in every other situation we're in it together. To all of you on the front lines those of you turning a footstool a walk and a pitchfork into a home gym. Those of you who have given your housemates a mental breakdown because you decided lockdown was a great time to learn the keyboard and the only thing you can play after eight weeks is chopsticks over and over and over again. And those of you who are homeschooling and are now understanding the question you used to harass your math teacher with of when the fuck are we ever going to need to know this in the real world, is coming back to bite you on the ass. Just remember, like a 1990s Australian sitcom, we are all in this together. The days may be long, but in times like this, you can rest assured we will be here to waste an hour of your week, Friday night's Australian time, at dlive.tv slash block. So take care, social distance, whack on a mask, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. It may not cure coronavirus, but it sure will help us with our rankings. And isn't that really the most important thing right now?
1: Public Radio's loss TAVshow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block.
0: Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. you have got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's the shortest wife that his internet history is completely as a result of a sophisticated state-based cyber attack. My co-captain Damo, how are we, sir?
1: Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads...
0: their millions
1: tuning in right around the world Yep, we were under attack today Greeno. did you know apparently yeah
0: i I wasn't aware
1: i I must have missed the memo yeah do you you know what i like about this is well not what i like you know what's obvious about this it's that we have absolutely zero idea completely no idea whatsoever if there was going to be a state-based cyber attack on the little old country of australia We absolutely cannot make any kind of uh, accusations or draw any conclusions about anybody who might potentially be doing it. It's a mystery. It could be Algeria. It could be Kosovo. It could be Italy. It could be pretty much anybody except for China, I think. I think China's Mm -hmm. the only one that's in the clear.
0: Safest houses, China. Don't worry about them.
1: They definitely definitely weren't doing anything. Because, like, after, if you're not aware, after uh, the coronavirus thing and stuff, The Australian government came out and said to China, oh, well, you know, we want, look, listen here, we want an independent inquiry. We want some guys to go in there, kick the tyres, Greeno, go in with some clipboards, you know, some guys in long coats and hard hats and just go around the factory, see what's going on because we've had a couple of complaints. It seems that uh, quality control have not been doing their job up in this fucking bitch. So let's let's send in a team. We want to send in a team of experts to just go over everything, make sure everything's okay. China it's then price, refer-
0: cross the T's.
1: Yeah, yeah, just regular standard stuff. China yeah, then referred the box to boxes. <laughs> we move on. <laughs> exactly. China then referred to us as chewing, bu- chewing gum on the boot of China, which needs to be scraped off onto a rock, and said, "Why, mm-hmm. Australia? Why you got to be such a troublemaker? For why you always got to be a making trouble?" And you mm-hmm. know, when they were accused of not being so transparent, they said, "There's no such thing in, tri- in China as no transparency." Were you aware of that, Grant? The mo- China is the most transparent country.
0: <laughs> so, interesting and, kind of transparency over there in China.
1: That's right, and now they've since declared economic war on us. Uh, they've put a bunch of tariffs on our stuff. They're going to try and choke the independent review out of us, Greeno, because they don't want this independent review because it's a trouble. Why are you always going to be making a trouble for? Why you, we're trying to be, be your friend?
0: Buying our house, are They going to stop buying our land and houses? And <laughs> yeah, recipes,
1: yeah, they're going to stop buying our ports. That'd be nice. Yeah, wouldn't that'd, stop, be nice. that'd be
0: nice. it would be
1: good. Stop buying our dairy farms. Yeah, reduce the house of pricing. It'd be uh, much enjoyed. Funny that, isn't it? So yeah, uh, of all the possible uh, bad actors in the world community, Greeno, I think the last place that would ever engage in some kind of coordinated cyber attack on the Australian government would be China. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do yeah, that. They, China is most transparent country. We never. We try to be your friend. Why you got to be such a troublemaker, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Damien. Can we start the show with a quick kimono, Paul? Absolutely. Uh, not, not surprisingly, a hmm. few technical issues as we kicked off. Now, we've been doing this bad boy remotely for, what, three months now? there Thereabouts. Something like that. The time's flown. And, and we've effectively created a new segment where it's, you know, hey, Greeno's dropped out. It's probably our most uh, frequent segment week after week.
1: Yeah, about five and times gets, a week.
0: It gets a good run. It's a fan we favorite. Fan favourite, 100% right. So we thought this week let's let's try and mix it up. Let's try and get it working nicely. Let's let's jump onto a different server. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it will work smooth. And lo and behold, uh, the thing fucked up literally as the intro started. That's right. Um, bit of crackling, no good, no clear, concise sound. No. Uh, might as well have been hey, Greeno's dropped out for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but the beauty of of what we've done over that uh, three month period is we're now the master of the fuck-up because we've had so many. We've been that bad for three months that now the fuck-ups are a smooth transition yep. into normalcy.
1: That's right. So
0: no one would have noticed what we, we managed to, by we, you, managed to fix <laughs> the broadcast, change platforms, All before the end of the fucking Perfect Strangers song.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if we're the master of the fuck up. We're the master of the cover up, Gruta. I think that's a more accurate way of saying it. Like we're we're, we're the master. We covered up very
0: well when we created a segment one. Yeah, (laughs) it's how we just fucked up. No, well, we're like the magicians.
1: We're like the magicians who do the cup and ball trick with the clear cups. We're like Mm. the magicians who tell you how they're doing the trick, Greener. We're like Penn and Teller, basically. That's us.
0: There we go. So the rest
1: of the podcast community hates us because the rest of the podcast community likes to make out that a whole bunch of blood and sweat and toil and tears and magic goes into the production of one of these things. Everything goes
0: smooth. There's no edits.
1: Exactly. But we're here to tell you, no, that's not the way it is. You're You're basically sticking your dick into a meat grinder and hoping that you don't lose it every single time. That's right. And we're gonna show all you. here on the block. Exactly. Yeah. We show you how it's done, grinder How you can fuck yeah. a meat grinder. <laughs> <laughs> that's a strange I don't know why I use that metaphor.
0: We'll go with it though. Okay. We'll run with. It. Um, out of interest, is the, the background of the show meant to be the personal journals uh, frozen screen? There you go. There's a fuck up. There's
1: a fuck up right There's there. There's a fuck
0: up. <laughs> I just didn't know whether that was planned this week. No, I was no. like, I swear that's not meant to be it. No,
1: there you go. We're up now. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>
0: So, uh obviously there's a lot of things going on in the world. We're still mm. dealing with corona, mm. but uh, story number one
1: mm.
0: is racism, and yeah. it has been for the last couple of weeks. Yep. And uh, if we go back to What's last this racism? Week, Have you
1: heard about this racism thing that's in the news? Have you heard about that? Heard, Some, heard a thing or two about the something racism. Something about the racisms? Apparently there's a bunch of racisms going around, around racism out there. Racism
0: going on. Didn't even know. So- we, we were talking last week of all the shows that had to be cancelled. Yeah. We, we proposed a fixer. Uh, we put a few ideas out there. Unfortunately, no one took our ideas thus far, but, you know, it's still early days. They're still workshopping it. Mm.
1: Unfortunately for them, and- unfortunately for the world. We're not in it for us, yep. Greeno. I don't think people get that. We're the, this is the people's show. We're here to improve yep. your life, Blockheads. We're
0: trying to do the right thing here. <laughs> But it got me thinking this week because we were rattling off a bunch of shows that have caught, that have been pulled from TV. So mm. we, what do we have last week? We had the uh, Faulty Towers. We had Faulty Towers. We had the Chris Lilly thing.
1: Yeah. Um, Summer High There was high. a
0: couple. Uh, are we had Gone with the Wind.
1: Gone with the Wind. Uh that British yeah. show Greeno with the two wankers. The- oh look, I've got I've got <laughs> me Roger in a wheelie.
0: Oh ho ho. ho. Oh ho ho. Computer I've, says no. I've been no. in a bugger. Oh ho ho. ho. Real comedy says no. Comedy. Um, and it got me thinking, because I'm, I'm all about uh, my, my day-to-day job. I'm, I'm in forensics. I'm all about analyzing things that's and right. kind of overanalyzing them if I can. Hmm. And well, what's the consistent trend with all of those shows, Damo? Mm,
1: they all suck, basically.
0: Well, they all suck, but they're all full of white people.
1: Ah, white but You know what? I never even noticed. I guess so I thinking. must be part of the Is- problem then.
0: You might be part of the problem. Is race racism hmm. racist?
1: Is racism racist?
0: Because we're only offended by white people being racist. We're already excluding other races oh, from being racist. That's true. So doing so, racism becomes racist. Yes. And why like, are no non-white shows racist?
1: We should be able to say to the other races, "Hey, being a racist is pretty fucking cool, right? You get to hate a whole bunch of people." You get to say some fucking jokes and shit. You get to have fun. You get to be in a little group. So you can be racist too. Like everybody can be racist. We should start a drive, Greeno. Uh, let's yep. help other people become racist as well. If the white people are the masters of racism, surely it's on us as the as the masters of it to train up yep. some apprentices. Can't we get some yeah. other races to be racist as well? I don't want to be the only racist. Do you?
0: Don't you See, want to have a sidekick? I was going to go the other way. Oh. I'm going to start uh, here on the block. We're going to start our our own uh, revolution, if we will. Oh, we're going to get other shows cancelled. Really? And I'm talking, I'm going to talk non white shows (laughs) because I want to know is 1980s Eddie Murphy comedy specials, have they been cancelled yet?
1: Probably, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest, Eddie Murphy shows, probably.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We need to get him cancelled because he said some very offensive things about uh white honkies. Yeah, and raw, whatever it may be. It's funny He you bring... talks about Italians. It's
1: funny you bring in that a very up. Very
0: derogatory term.
1: I was listening to Nightwave a while ago with uh Mersh, and somebody in the chat said something like, Oh, Eddie Murphy should make a comeback. And Mersh was quite correct, and he said, Eddie Murphy can't make a comeback. Because, you know, you, if you go back and listen to those Eddie Murphy shows, it's basically like Man, all these faggot ass niggas, all they sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're a faggot ass nigger, you motherfucker. <laughs> like it's like you can't say you can't say that. It's just like niggas faggots, 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 niggas, niggas and faggots. You're like <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> it's like exactly y- what you point. can't bring that back
1: now. It's no. it's forever. It's stuck in history now, unfortunately.
0: Cancelled Eddie Murphy. Nineteen eighties yeah. Eddie Murphy. Not Dr. Doolittle <laughs> Eddie Murphy, you stick around. But exactly. Nineteen eighties <laughs> when Eddie was funny, yeah. he's gone. Right, he's finished. yeah. Uh, Dolomite was pretty
1: good though. I watched that not long ago. Have you seen it? Which my one? name, my name is Dolomite. No, I haven't seen it. It's based on a true story. It's it's worth it. It's pretty. He he does a really good fucking job. It's like the Eddie Murphy old, of old. Yeah,
0: old school Eddie. Like when he did um, what was that one? Uh, Ice Robinson. Yeah, spy, that's why that He was, he was kind of baby. back to old school Eddie. Yep. He was pretty good in Bowfinger as well. I'm fifty-seven uh, and old, baby. Fifty-seven old, <laughs> Kelly <Ken> Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> You know no the, they should movie. call that. They should call There's, that the that, leafy bug. Twelve people watched that. Yeah. <laughs> no one's getting this joke. No one's getting this reference right now.
1: Yeah, twelve people watched it, and I watched it eight times. So yeah. four people really it.
0: <laughs> and I watched it the other four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Eddie Murphy, 1980s Eddie Murphy, he's been cancelled. Mm. Now I, I'm. I'm going to go one step further. I'm going to call another one out. Uh, I'm going to demand. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't know what station this may still be on. I don't know if it's on a, uh, a streaming service or whatever. Mm. But Acropolis now has got to go, Damon.
1: Oh, Acropolis now! Yes, Effie.
0: Any any Nick Gianopolis vehicle has got to go. Get rid of the wog uh, boy. It, <laughs> wog boy, Wagarama, Wag-a-rama. So <laughs> That guy wog, has made wog, he's wog. made a
1: thirty year career out of just being a wog. Like that's his whole Everything. act. Hey, 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 What are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? Here? Oh, what's going on there,
0: man? Bye, bye. Come on now, man.
1: That, that's his whole routine.
0: He's been <laughs> doing it <episodes of> for <laughs> still laughing that shit up. So I'm, I'm calling people to arms here. I want to see some outrage about uh, 1980s Eddie Murphy and Acropolis Now or anything Nick Giannopoulos related. Okay. Uh, 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 get on it. Greeno, on, get on any social media.
1: I've got a very special treat for you and the audience, Greeno. How about a little bit of Acropolis Now from the vault, oh, Greeno? Oh. Have a look. Uh, are
0: we talking? Is it George Kapanyaris? George
1: Kapanyaris, uh, Effie, and Nick Giannopoulos. I think they're all in this oh, wow. scene. Have a look at this. Okay. This is going back. <laughs> Australian TV, folks. Well, Greek Australian.
0: Australian situational comedy had its best. <laughs>
1: This, were, this was our sitcoms in the 1990s, believe it or not.
0: I'm sorry, little red easter eggs.
2: I'm going to have to eat you now. The fast is over. Ha I win! Christos <laughs> No, no, <oops>. no <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, what was this cat's name again, Greeno?
0: Uh, George Cappanyaris. Yeah, but what's Sorry his name about. in the show? Uh, what are you doing, Memo?
1: <laughs> Mimo? <laughs> there yeah, you yeah, Mimo. There you
2: go, Mimo. Hi, Skippy. Hi. Skippy. Hey, you're uh, Skippy Poof. Skippy racist. That's, that's racist. Yep. Hey, racist. The right oh, they're taking the time. I sort of ran back very fast. Um, <laughs> look, I'm going to have to take the candle back to the church the flame. <laughs> you make sure nobody touches any of the food until I get back.
0: All
1: right. No worries. There you go. Great, great piece of Australian television history right there, Greta. That
0: that was apparently comedy, Damon. Yeah, it was. It still is. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Racist. Mimo. Uh, Mimo and the uh, gang
0: me and of the gang. We've uh, we've tipped off the the agenda item there of the racism we're done. We're moving on. We're going to talk about something else. Okay. And nothing got more excited this week than uh two states in Australia mm-hmm. talking a bit of shit about each other. Oh yeah, a bit of banter. A bit of banter, bit of you know one-upmanship. Uh and it came about from the Victorian Premier Premier who was like, look, uh, hey, the you know, premier.
2: So was- hey, hey, Victorian <laughs> premier."
0: <laughs> who
2: the they, they
1: question. About-
0: the opening of the borders and the fact that, you know, I think South Australia is still refusing to open their border. Yeah, South um, Australia won't let us considering, in. Considering Victoria has now got more cases or may have just tipped over New South Wales in active cases, which
1: well, is. No, the South first As- point. To, to correct you, sorry, South Australia is letting everyone in except us, except people from New South Wales. That's the deal. Ah, well, what's with the Victorian issue then? I don't know. Well, Victorians have many issues. Where do you want to start? <laughs>
0: So anyway, Victoria Premier in a press conference was like, "Look, you know, who'd want to visit Adelaide any or South Australia anyway?" <laughs> Which, like, in a in a like middle of a press conference, and I'm like, "That's genius! I yeah. love him. Hero or douchebag? Yeah. Hero all the way." Uh, douchebag, um, douchebag
1: who won? Who said one hero thing? Let's put it that
0: way. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, so it got me thinking. How shit is South Australia? Good question. The premier is willing to say it in the middle of a press conference, and I, I'd like to do a bit of Greeno story time if I could, Damon. Absolutely, I like stories about pinatas. Now, I've, I don't know about you. I've only been to South Australia once in, oh, sorry, technically twice in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the first time was on a, uh, a stopover for my honeymoon uh, on, on the way to lovely Kangaroo Island, who which has sits, been set ablaze and no longer exists, mm-hmm. but. With that said, we had to stop over in uh, South Australia for uh, I think it was about it was just one night, Okay. one afternoon, if you will.
1: And that was enough. And,
0: <laughs> and we was like, look, we're in the epicenter of, of the of Adelaide, you know, the, yep. the big state. And I'm like, look, let's let's explore. I think we arrived about midday, and we're like, we got the whole afternoon. We don't have to fly out till tomorrow morning. Let's paint the let's town red. Afternoon, yeah. And red, we're gonna have a big afternoon, big night, huge. big day, huge day. <laughs> Huge day. By I think we left the the hotel at about 2 o'clock. We got back to the hotel at 4 o'clock and we felt like we'd seen everything.
3: (laughs) Nice, Gary.
0: Got it all sorted out in just
1: one teeny tiny little afternoon. That's an accusation that the people of South Australia often get is that, you know, They love being there. They love that it's quiet, but usually the people that love a place that's quiet, there's 50% of them, and 50% of the people hate the place because there's nothing to do.
0: Nothing to do. There was literally nothing going on. We explored all of South Australia and all of Adelaide in the better part of two hours on foot. (laughs) So how much of a good time I had there in South Australia. Well,
1: apparently you're <laughs> supposed to go up like into the hills and stuff where the wineries are. And there's like a, like German wineries and shit where they have like little bed and breakfasts and like do little lunches and stuff like that. Apparently that's where it's at for guys like us.
0: That's pretty, fair enough. Uh, didn't get to explore it then. So it got me thinking, yeah, how shit is SA? Pr- pretty shit. Pretty shit. The um, other, only other time I had to travel to that state is when I got fucked around on a flight to Melbourne mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, I was meant to get on a flight at like five in the morning and they're like, that flight's been cancelled. We're, we're still going to get you to Melbourne, but you've got to fly to Adelaide first. Ew. So I got to spend four hours in the Adelaide airport uh, <laughs> and it was just as enjoyable as the two hours I spent exploring all of Adelaide.
1: That's great, because not only did we get um, an Adelaide review, we've also now found a replacement for the Central Coast Report, Greener. What's going on in Adelaide? Nothing going on?
0: Nothing going on. Looking forward to the South Australian report next week. I like stories about pinatas. Beautiful. Uh, this is a bit of a – this is a real bits of show. There's no flow. I don't know why I wrote the rundown in this order. But I'm not? going with Going with it. <laughs> Timo, we're, uh, we're, we're against any kind of censorship, aren't we? Yeah. Last time I checked. Yep. We, we feel that, you know – the the platform we're on where we we've seen a way with the radio kind of point of view where you're restricted in what you can and can't do we're on this social media platform and live and whatever it may be mm-hmm. because we can we feel we can kind of do the show that the fans deserve
1: faggots and niggas niggas
0: and faggots <laughs> exactly <laughs> so- <laughs> So, uh, colour me shocked the other day when I was tuning into your wonderful program mm. and you were discussing at length the uh, the coon cheese. That's right. And the the reaction of uh, some pseudo comedian. Josh Thomas. Hasn't had his name in light. No, we're not going to acknowledge his name. <laughs> his
1: name okay, Bill Simpson.
0: For the best part of three years and he's like, hey, I can jump on, jump on this bandwagon of yeah. racism here. He's I'm trying to do a Yumi. He was trying to do a Yumi. He was trying to apologize for something that no one was offended by and had forgotten about from three years ago exactly. just to get his name back in lights. And then in doing so, decided to reactionary demand the banning of uh, a particular cheese. Mm-hmm. Which, so which that, we've that was- already
1: had this discussion, though. Like, this came up like 10 years ago, you remember? And Kuhn weathered the storm back then. They're like, nah, yeah. we're not changing shit. But now I think, I feel like the censor types have like gathered in numbers. They, they were handed a brutal defeat. And they've gone back to ancient Greece, and they've retooled, and they've got more conscripts, and they're sailing across the sea toward Troy once again. Greener,
0: they won't take our coon though, Damo. No, they're not going to take our coon.
1: (laughs) Now, are you just a little off topic? Are you well, not off topic? Are you a fan of coon cheese? Are you a coon man?
0: (laughs) Uh, Coon, uh, a bit too expensive for my frugal taste. Ah, you go the no name brand. I go no name as cheap as possible. Uh, Don't get me wrong. If someone is putting coon up at a party, I will indulge. Mm. But I'm not going to personally go out there and buy coon cheese. Nothing to do with the name. More to do with the fact that it costs $4 more.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, here's where the censorship issue comes into play, Mm. Damo. I tried to uh, send a message on D-Live trying to make some funny commentary about that particular segment. Yes. And D-Live blocked the word coon. Did they really? They would not allow me to type the word "coon." Said it was a banned word, and really? is not able to be put up in the chat. And it was uh, reflected in a couple of other people who had to be, you know, we had to be creative. We had to put like double zeros as the O's really? to make sure we. But D Live censoring the word "coon." I had no. Idea. I didn't even know that. I didn't know. You I didn't know. Oh, I wasn't. But an...
1: yeah. D Live, Nick, my dick move. Yeah, you dick. It's named after a guy. It's a
0: brand name here. Hundred percent right. But there you go. Little fun fact, a bit of a wow. dick move there for dealer. Okay, platform's good, other than that, but can't write the word "coon." Okay, well, be just wrote it in the chat here. There you go. Well, so- I swear to God, man, if you if you look at the replay of your Thursday show, I think it was. Um, it, it no, it was the, the Monday jobs, night. It I'm was
1: gonna- yeah, Monday. Uh, it was a Monday, was it? Well, yeah. I tell you what, it might have been because I just made partner, right? I just got approved partner for partner status just before that show. So maybe one of the D Live mods was watching the stream or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe somebody from the platform was watching and was like, "Going, oh, hang on a minute, what's this?" You know. So. Yeah, it
0: wasn't the only one. It was yeah, about half a dozen people who, who okay. noticed it.
1: There you go. Well, I hope they appreciated the fact that I spent half an hour on the topic talking about coon and playing <laughs> a video about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a few different videos. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh Damo.
1: Uh, it they, uh, always goes down like a lead balloon when the family comes home to a house with no coon.
0: <laughs> Damo, can you do a, a bit of greeno story time for Absolutely. me,
1: please? I like stories about pinatas.
0: So uh it's reached the point over the the last couple of wo- or couple, last couple of months where my my printer was on the fritz. It, it, it it's like, uh, the kids have broken it. They'd mucked around with the tray. Hmm. Uh, the I've had it so long, it's hard to find ink for it anymore. But at the same time, I'd already purchased a bunch of bulk ink, so I wasn't going to get rid of it because there was about $200 worth of ink just sitting in my drawer.
1: Ah, uh, you went the toilet paper mode of buying ink.
0: Well, it was just easier because it was hard to find. So I'm like, well, while I'm here, yeah. I'll grab a bunch. So
1: you're to blame for uh, those reports that we were reading about office supplies being hard to get.
0: Holding, yeah, holding, uh, n- like twelve-year-old printer.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, that was dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why don't you share, so, Greeno? Why don't you be Why don't you think about the community? I don't think anyone needed twelve-year-old ink, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, so the, the time came this week because all my ink levels were finally low, and I'm like, all right, it's time to time to get a new printer. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, looking around. Very difficult to find printers in the current environment because everyone stockpiled them and went nuts mm-hmm. uh, when the when everyone started working from home. So everyone went out and bought a printer. Correct. And because most of these printers come from overseas or China specifically, yep. there's no new stock coming in. That's right. So I had to be, uh, and once again, had to find the, the, the cheapest possible printer I could <laughs> because, once again, who wants to spend more money than they have to, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> So i done some exploration. I've worked out the the cheapest possible ink you can purchase mm. and then proceeded to buy said printer. Okay. Now, no. around, <laughs> you've,
1: you've really gone ass backwards in the printer selection process.
0: I've gone reverse. <laughs> I've gone, what's the cheapest ink? Excellent. That's now my printer. <laughs> um, so looked around, gone to a bunch of uh, online stores, everyone out of stock. So mm. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to go next thing. I'm going go to go eBay's and see what I can find there. Now, the printer I was looking at was about $100. bucks. mm hmm managed to find one on eBay for 20 bucks. I'm like, fucking winning. 20
1: bucks. Let's do this. It's, it's got to be good for 20 bucks. <laughs>
0: it's got to be good for 20 bucks. It's selling for 100 everywhere else. So I quickly jumped on, went to uh, to purchase, and I get to the. So on, on the, the eBay thing, it's a picture of the printer. It says for sale this exact printer, and it's got the, the model number and everything. It gives a description of the printer. I get to the sales, I get past. I'm like, yep, I'll buy that. Get to the next screen, and it's just ink cartridges. I'm like, something's something's not adding up here. So, like, I thought I'll do the I'll do the right thing. I want this printer for twenty bucks. Like, this is like it's free money. Mm. I've got eighty bucks in the bank. So, send a message to the the seller. uh, Like, it's not Seven Hills ink, but let's say it was Seven Hills ink.
3: Yeah. As as
0: a point of argument, I'm not saying it is.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: But But it could have been. Let's Let's say it's Seven Hills.
1: I don't, want to point any, I don't want to point any fingers here, but if it was going to be a store, it would be something very close to, if not exactly like, Seven Hills, Inc.
0: It might it might have been something in that particular allegedly. Uh, area, yeah. allegedly. Hmm. So, send him a message. I'm like, oh, hey, uh, just trying to jump to purchase mm. this particular printer. And when I go to the Buy Now section, it says I'm buying the ink instead. Can you clarify the link so I can actually purchase the printer? Uh, here's the link I'm, I'm going through. Let me know. Mm-hmm. So they come back to me very quickly and and here's their their exact message. We've reported to eBay and they promise we'll, the the grammar is sensational by the way, and they promise I'm reading it verbatim and they promise we'll correct when they do maintenance maintenance. Yeah. I never sell any printer. You can see listing title, photo description All sell ink only Uh. eBay system mix up with other supplier, but seem they did not correct. All sell depends on our description, ink only, not printer. For my eBay selling 12 years, I never sell printer, that is for sure. Do not buy if want printer. Wow. So <laughs> he's just, his description and the uh, the photo is all a printer, but silly me, I didn't think to check his 12 years of selling history Yeah. that he was just selling ink. Yeah. So, once again, not saying it's Seven Hills, Inc., but if it is... You dick! You dick!
1: You should have known better, Greener.
0: Should have known better than to purchase something that was advertised as a printer and wonder why it would not let me buy the printer.
1: Did that? <laughs> did that? Did that make you totally wild, Greeno?
0: It did make me totally wild, Damo. Uh, another Greeno story time coming at ya.
2: I like stories about pinatas.
0: I'm trying to keep the kids entertained while they're at home, Damo. It's, it's just me talking a lot in this show, isn't it? Yeah, that's all right. Really happy to listen. A lot, a lot of greenhouse stories, and none of them are really good. Uh, so... <laughs>
1: not, we haven't got, yeah, we're, we're doing what? Jokes about fucking printer ink?
0: What the fuck? <laughs> like we played three minutes of Acropolis now. <laughs> the show's going well. Faggots so... and niggas, niggas
1: and faggots. <laughs> yes.
0: so... I, I'm trying to keep the kids entertained, and, and the the problem is I'm trying to keep keep the kids coming
1: up the, on a blockbuster edition of the of the starting block. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Printer Ink, Acropolis, now a 90s show that nobody's seen for twenty fucking years. It's going to be great. Our, our, our
0: shit's SA. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stay
1: to, I had to stay in South Australia once for four hours while I was laid off between flights. Fuck, what a story! <laughs> no wonder we're shooting up those rankings. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: will get to that. That's next segment. What hell of a journal! <laughs> It's a great journal. Now, uh, so you're yeah, trying to get the kids off YouTube because you never know what kind of rabbit holes they go down. They mm. look at shit they shouldn't be seeing. True. And then the daughter ends up having nightmares. No good. Yeah. So I stick them to certain TV channels. And I thought, look, one of them in the morning, my daughter gets up, she, watch to- she watches Totally Wild. Okay. And for those in that America- show's totally still Wild. going. It's wow. still going. It's been going for 25, 30 years, if not longer. Uh, Ranger Stacy is still hosting that fucking thing. Really? She must be doing
1: it with an intravenous drip in her arm. How old <laughs> she's, is she? <laughs> she's
0: still looking tidy. Uh, really? She's still looking pretty good, uh, Ranger Stacy. And, but, uh, so I'm like, look, uh, so I told the daughter, look, if you get up before us in the morning, this show's fine. Feel free to watch. So I hop out of bed the other day, walk out. The daughter's already up. She's watching the telly. And I'm like, look, that's fine. She's on, on the right channel. Mm-hmm. A bit of Totally Wild. what what, what's going on on totally wild today and literally as i look up there's a hand or an arm mind you elbow deep into a cow's ass (laughs) daddy what's he what's he doing to the cow are they friends (laughs) yeah they're special friends before we go to the break that's that's one way to really start your day
2: (laughs) (laughs) do you like your novelty comedy songs organic all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night And cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on delight Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of passing.
3: Less than three percent sport content. It's the starting block on TavShow.com.
1: Yes, coming back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the block. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do so would be by following the little bluebird Greeno at the starting block. One word drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper Greeno. Uh, in this role that we do here at the podcast, we're at the cutting edge of podcasting. I think that's a fair thing to say. Uh, The rankings don't reflect the kind of influence that we really have. We've spoken about before how people get in touch with this show, how people uh, get their hands on this hot little show. It's not through direct downloads, it's by having secret tapes handed out the back of unmarked vans in dark alleys like a drug dealer. That's how you get it. Old
4: school. That's right.
1: Yeah, we're very big in places like communist countries and stuff where they crack down on that sort of shit. So... It's a real underground movement to become a blockhead, and as part of our job, Greeno, unfortunately, we have to keep abreast of what's happening in the news. And when we're talking we about when we're talking about people in the news, and when we're talking about abreast, we are of course talking about Beck Judd.
0: <laughs> we are talking about Beck Judd. It's all right, you've messed up the order, but we'll go with it. Okay. Um, so uh, we've talked about Beck Judd the better part of the, what the last couple of weeks, because she just can't seem to go. Better like what a week without finding a way to get her name in, in the papers somewhere, mm-hmm. and it, it's a it's a shame on her. It's also a shame on so-called journalism yep. and news news media uh, in general. But they're desperate for anything, and whatever Bone Beck throws their way, she jumps on board. Um, so uh, not surprisingly, saw this uh, throughout the week. Uh, surprising secret to Beck Judd's marriage. This is a news. This is a news article, Damon. <laughs> News. Quote, unquote. Journalism. Yeah. <laughs> this Journalism. This year Beck and Chris Judd celebrate their 10th anniversary, a pretty big milestone when it comes to celebrity romance. Oh. So excellent. It's good to know that celebrities have uh, stuck around for the better part of a decade, and it's newsworthy.
1: I like how it's a celebrity romance now, but when they met, she wasn't a celebrity.
0: No, of course, she wasn't. She only became a celebrity because she wore a revealing dress on the red carpet at a brown light one year.
1: Correct. And then she was married to one of the greatest AFL players of the modern era, Chris Judd. Mm. And so she became a celebrity. Now, if you're if you're a non-celebrity and then become a celebrity during the course of the marriage, I don't think you can call that a celebrity couple.
0: No, that's one celebrity and one hanger-on. <laughs> hanger-on. <laughs> the hanger-on. Okay. He's hung on for a decade. Good honor. One but...
1: clout chaser.
0: Yeah, she she falls into the realm of an influencer, Damo.
1: Oh no, you know no, what I, mean, I
0: think about influencers.
1: Yeah, we both have a very strong dislike for influencers. We don't like the influencers yeah. very it, much. It's,
0: it's better just to pretend they don't exist. Exactly, because it's they they feed off the attention. That's so right. If I don't acknowledge them. Hmm. Hopefully, they'll just die off quickly. Oh,
1: good. So let's keep talking about it then in the show. Let's go <laughs> ahead, dedicate a whole segment. Let's move
0: to on. It. Yeah, fair <laughs> point. <laughs> um, look, uh, Rebecca uh, Rebecca Judd's uh, one level of fucked, but uh, when we're talking completely fucked, the celebrity that kind of comes to mind is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Damon. Gwyneth Paltrow. And this one, and this one is bro, Gwyneth's fucked. <laughs> now I think. She's a, a, got a similar issue here to uh, to Beck Judd, where mm. if she doesn't get some kind of publicity for you know a couple of weeks, she needs to make sure that um, she finds a way to get back in the lexicon.
1: She experiences, they, yeah. I think, she experiences physical pain if she's not being written about in the paper, like a vampire looking for blood. Gruno. they can only yeah. go a few days without feeding. She needs yep. to feed on attention, otherwise she starts to wither away. And there's not much of Gwyneth to begin with. So it no. doesn't take much for her to wither away the first place. A strong breeze will send her down the street.
0: And look, I'll give a tip of the hat to Gwyneth. She gets creative with finding a way to get herself out there. Yeah, and it's always some, some really weird uh, shit she's trying to sell. Hmm. She's, up, she's like uh, the Australian version is uh, like Pete Evans, Mm-hmm. the weird fucking space cadet cooking guy yes. who always tries to sell some random shit. I was like, what the fuck's he on about? Yep. But, you know, he gets plenty of publicity because of it. Yes, he does. Now, this week, she decided to uh, put out a plug, uh, which, you know, no pun intended, that uh, it's a candle that smells like her orgasm. Now, I don't know about you, Damo. You know nothing about uh, lady parts. Yep. I know nothing about providing pleasure to women between us we should be able to fix this okay think about it for a second correct me if i'm wrong Mm. if there's an odor happening during Mm. your orgasm Mm. something's normally not right correct (laughs) i don't know (laughs) you probably need to get that looked at gwyneth and definitely don't put that funky odor into a candle
1: i guess well smell that well i've got two things so first I guess it depends on how the orgasm is being triggered, whether or not there's an odour or not, you see.
4: Because mm. there may be,
1: you may be placing it in a certain part of a certain orifice, screener. and when the oh, orgasm okay. occurs there, then there may be a little bit of a residual scent. We'll call it that.
0: Different. Yeah, okay. No, okay. I guess so the, the odour may be yeah, dependent on the, the area. Okay, fair yep. call.
1: Cool. But uh, the headline, as you can see on the screen, Gwyneth Paltrow plug smells like my orgasm candle with help from sun. Moses now Moses, son sonny, Sonny, come in here now I need I just need to hold that jar. can you just hold that jar underneath mummy's ass, please? okay, we're going to catch this orgasm <laughs> now, what do you think it smells like mummy i don't want to do this shut up, you're a celebrity baby you'll do what you're told and you'll develop a drug addiction and then you'll end up being uh. Captured by the paparazzi with big black eye, big black bags under your eyes, and you'll be dead by the time you're 35. This is what we have planned for you. This is going to be your life, because you're never going to be as famous as Mummy. So we need to find another way to get you in the papers. So, like I said, hold that jar under Mummy's ass, please. We're going to make money here. Some,
0: Mummy gets a play money. That's it, uh, bro. What is fuck? <laughs> 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 Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, do we bother going back? Right, let's go back to the uh, the other story. Okay. Um, this is another contender for story of the week. If, if Beck Judd and Gwyneth's orgasm smells, uh, don't tickle your fancy. This, I saw this one uh, throughout the course of the week. And it was, uh, like, you know me, we, we, we like to complain about certain things and kind of pointless things. Sure. But this, uh, a Woolworth shopper, once again, this is an article. They, they, they must be so desperate for news mm. to fill content mm. that this made uh, News.com. A Woolworth shopper has sparked a furious social media debate over a receipt, but the supermarket giant says there's a simple solution. So basically what happened is this lady uh, decided to take to social media after she got a receipt that was, you know, as long as her arm because after she purchased one item. Okay. So she decided to Wait, buy. Wait, that's, some, it, that's you know, it. That's the story. Yeah, that's the story. So she decided to duck up to Woolworths, buy, you know, a, a scented candle, mm. uh, whack it through the register, and the receipt that's come out is, you know, a better of part of an arm's length. And that's fine because you got to have your header, you've got to have your footer, you've got to have your GST, you got to have your ABN, you got to have your your ads on the back, you've got to have your your scan so you get your frequent flyer miles. Um, there's a lot of shit that's got to go on a receipt, Damo. Mm. I, is it newsworthy, though? I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so either. Um, but lo and behold, here we are and here's us wasting people's time talking about it. Okay. Um, this lady needs to get a life. Get alive! Can't she, can't she make a candle or something? <laughs> there's got to be better uses of her time than complaining on social media about a receipt that happens to be. People. people complaining six weeks ago about, oh, there's no toilet paper. There's no toilet paper. Woolworths are giving you free toilet paper in the receipt, and you're exactly. fucking complaining about it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Try to look on the bright side, Greener.
0: Got to look at the bright side, for Christ's sake. Um, I think I know what the issue though is, Damo. Mm. The receipt paper's white.
1: Ah, it's racist receipt
0: for racist receipt as well well you Don't, know why
1: because black, black ink, ink is far too expensive mm. black ink's too rich yeah. Greeno.
0: i know where you can buy some though damo from your dress selling. from your dresser drawer <laughs> my drawer use it all up <laughs> uh Devo, it's my favorite part of the of the show now mm-hmm. this has become a, a personal favorite of mine recently okay. yep we've got be's uh, podcast review about to come up but before we touch on B's podcast review We've got to talk about the Charitable rankings. Now, okay. we've got to try and – we've been trying our darndest. Uh, I'm, feeling, go, I'm without... feeling
1: good. I just want to put this out there. I'm feeling good about this week. I feel like we're moving. I feel like we're heading in the right direction. I can feel some good news coming down the fucking line here, Greener. I feel like we're just on the cusp here. We're about yeah. to explode. Uh,
0: no such luck this week, Damo. Oh. Uh, we, we just missed out on the top 250 again. Oh, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I've got to give a uh, – can we give a nice, Gary?
1: Absolutely we can.
0: Uh, they...
4: nice
0: gary so uk neil who who decided to follow instructions and jumped on uh itunes gave us a five-star rating oh, well done subscribe to the podcast even put a little bit of a spiel uh in there uh not gonna lie here without a doubt the best podcast out there truly factual <laughs> information <laughs> mixed with that cocky humor and you don't even get and you even get sport updates out of Australia. Well, occasionally, <laughs> it's not part of the worldwide millions that consider themselves a blockhead, then you will. Uh,
1: well done, <laughs> well Neil. done
0: UK nice, Neil. Nice,
1: You can also follow UK Neil on DLive because he has his own show, Greeno. So DLive.tv slash UK Neil.
0: There you go. There we go. Uh, so big thanks to Neil for doing all that. So he's, he's done the right thing. Yep. So we, we always uh, stress at this point in the show. Jump on iTunes, subscribe, download the podcast. You don't have to listen to it. That's that's rule number one. Don't we definitely recommend it. you don't listen to it. Correct. As long as you download, give us a five star rating, give us a review, hmm. we're happy. You'll uh, enjoy the charitable, show. You'll, think, you'll
1: enjoy the show far more if you don't listen to it.
0: If you don't, exactly right. Then charitable sends me a nice email to say, hey, you got a new, you got a new rating you got a new thing and hopefully we rock it up these, these charts. That's now right. at the moment, we're still sitting out top, top two fifty. Yep. So what we've got to do is we've got to size up our competition. Damo, we go, we like to do this week in week. out. We like to run our eye over what we're up against. Who's out there. And, and, and what's reasonable. You mm. know, we're, like we're, we don't have to go for number one. We're not going to knock off Louis through. We no. can deal with, it. but it's not, there's surely, surely we've got to be better than some of these shows. Now I've picked out five here okay. as I like to do. This week. Um, Number 20 this week. This is number 20. Yes. The Sam Gash podcast. Sam Gash. Now I don't know what the podcast is about. I think that was thing's rating so high <laughs> yeah. because of the name.
1: I think it's rating so high. I think he was flogging the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, My Orgasm Stinks Like Fish. Fucking my orgasm. Uh, what was it? My Orgasm Stinks Like an Arsehole Candle or whatever it is. Faggots <laughs> <Something like laughs> <that. laughs> and niggas. Niggas are faggots. It's
0: <laughs> right there. Um... <laughs> That's number twenty somehow. So okay. on the on the basis of solely a name, that's my assumption. Yeah. People are checking out, going, there's, "There's some Gash talk on the show. But I can check out the podcast. Um, What's his name?
1: My- Robert Gash? Is it?
0: Uh, S- Sam Gash. Samuel. Gash. It's a Sa-
1: lady. Oh, it's a it's a lady, Samantha Gash. Samantha Gash. Okay. It's
0: the Sam Gash podcast. Gotcha. Um, I don't know what she talks about in the podcast. I could have looked that up, but that involve some preparation. And you know me, I don't we like don't, doing. We don't it. do that. No. We don't do the prep. Prep's overrated. All right, here we go. Let's let's have a look. Hmm. Uh, conversations with peak performing adventurers, entrepreneurs, athletes, environmentalists, and artists. Now, oh. already bored. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the title's far it, too long. It was much more enjoyable when I thought she was just talking about her vagina. All right, uh, <laughs> number ninety-one. Yeah. BBC Radio has a, a podcast called "No Body Recovered." Ah. So I think this is like a Harold Holt thing.
1: Ah. Their,
0: uh, so. They're talking about something they haven't even been able to find.
1: Murder mysteries, Greeno.
0: Perhaps murder mysteries. Disappearances. Uh, well, actually, this is even more depressing when I look at the thing. Hmm. When a child goes missing, there's one thing worse than finding a body, and that's not finding the body. People are listening to this statement. People love to be depressed, Greeno, on the internet. They feed That's a it. very depressing podcast. 91, currently sitting on the ratings. There you go. Now, if you're oh, you depressed- know
1: why? Because Madeline McCann's in the news again.
0: Ah, uh, is that why? Yeah. There you go. Now, uh, if you're not depressed enough about the, the unfound bodies, demo, mm. you can jump on over to at number 146 on the personal journal rankings, mm. my dead parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, at least they found the fucking bodies,
0: though, to be fair. Yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, <laughs> now, this lady has lost both their parents, and she wants to talk about it. Okay. This is outrating this show.
1: Yeah. They're doing better, better
0: than, than us. They're doing out well now. now, now you know
1: what you have to do, Greeno. Yeah, in order to shoot up those rankings. Sorry, Mum, it's for the it's for the greater good. Got to got to do it for the ratings. Just cover your mother with a pillow in the middle of the night. (laughs) That'll make a hell of a podcast. Don't get me wrong.
0: Those those three shows at least have some content, right? So I'm like, look, you know, if they're outrating us, uh, I'm going to put to one side the thing, the fact that I think we've probably got a more entertaining show, Mm. but. But well, I can deal with it. Yeah. At number two hundred and forty-one and number two hundred and forty-two on the charts is two programs that have no description, and their title is one five one two six one five four seven two, and then one five one three one three. There's no no details about the show, and they're but outranking those two us. Programs are sitting at two hundred and forty-one and two hundred forty. They're outrating this show. Wow. You just je- basically a binary code is outrating us on the personal journal rankings so we could fucking get a move
1: on. We could change our name to random numbers
0: and win. Yeah. We just need to have a more interesting number for people to download. Okay. <laughs> that's Fantastic. that's got two positions in the in the podcast rankings at the moment. One five one, two six one, five four seven two and one five one three one three sixty six four. Okay.
1: Well what about <laughs> what about then if we change our name to sixty nine sixty nine? How about that? now we're talking that should get us ahead of the gas show at least
0: <laughs> sam gash look out here we come um,
1: you are on that. my territory
0: bitch now now we've had a we've had a bit of a concerning week this week uh when it comes to the the wider block family uh mm-hmm. with the, the very disappointing news that be was uh hospital bound yeah and uh, managed to uh, at the last minute managed to sneak in his uh, his podcast review and just goes to show the professionalism of the man mm, even the if dedication. he's been you know, pretty much on a on a surgical bed on operating table for the better part of the last week um, on death's door if you will mm. he still finds a way to make sure that he, he gets the podcast review or, and his BE report out there for the blockheads they, he were, reading, they
1: were reading him his last rights Greeno it was, it was pretty dark Shit. days there for BE
0: they, they lit a, a vagina scented candle and yep. uh, th- there was yeah, things weren't looking good.
1: And then when things- he got, and then when he got told he had to pay for parking while he was in there, he nearly had a heart attack,
0: I've heard. Thankfully he was in a good place yeah um, So uh, from, from death's door, uh, he comes this week's BE podcast review.
4: We interrupt this program to bring you this special breaking news boards and that's right. I'm B. I found a gray hair. And this is this week's be Report. So I read the news this week and came up with a few stories that might interest a few of you. And the first one is a church story. Yes! So a US church is suing video conference program company Zoom after a hacker bombarded an online Bible study group with porn. Yes! Oh, I love that. During a class um, arranged by St. Paul's in um, San Francisco, the computer screens of mostly elderly attendees were hijacked and the control buttons disabled while pornographic videos were streamed. But the issue has now become a federal lawsuit. Boo! Get amongst it, oldies. Come on, get amongst it. All right, Ikea Mia. Ikea is reminding customers that masturbation is not permitted in its stores after a video emerged of a particularly undressed woman entering herself whilst sitting on various pieces of furniture in an unidentified branch in China. 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 Rubbing one out or flicking digits isn't something that comes to mind when go to sh- for me when I like go to shopping or for you, I guess... Well, well, we've heard a few of these reports, so it must be normal, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it must be common because IKEA's had to release a statement and just goes to show how often it happens, I suppose. And of course, as the professional I am, I had to investigate this such story. Turns out, after a simple Google search, there are actual there's an actual genre on porn sites such as Pornhub, X Hamster, and, and, and New Porn, Of people masturbating in IKEA. IKEA, (laughs) IKEA has said in a statement that we're absolutely opposed and condemn this kind of behaviour and immediately report it to the police um, in the city in which it was occurring. All right. And finally, 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 we're back in the world of sport again. Live sport has hit our screens again, even though I enjoyed making money on putting bets on what tie the. Prime Minister's going to be wearing at his press conference or how many retweets Donald Trump would get. That kind of easy money was getting. A little bit boring. So it was over to the South Korean Football League where they were the first of the major leagues um, to get back underway. And as expected, playing in front of empty stadiums. Um, FC Seoul hosted Guangzhou FC and tried their best uh, to create somewhat of an atmosphere um, by playing Crowd chants over the PA system, which is actually happening in the NRL in Australia at the moment too. So didn't seem like that much of a big deal actually, but they were they they kicked off the crowd chant um, tradition and the cardboard cutout tradition. Um, but they went a little bit further with a few more steps. They put mannequins and sex dolls um, in the stands to resemble attending fans. Now, yes, sex dolls. <laughs> All right FC Seoul have now made a public apology via their Instagram account for displaying actual life-size Sex dolls in the stands and put the blame on the supplier for the mix-up. Of course you did. It's not their fault You can go out there and buy sex dolls and put in the crowd. What are you talking about? Huh? What's this look? It was also claimed that some of the dolls were holding placards promoting a local adult shop. Yeah, mix up. Yeah, big fuck up. <laughs> good job, K League. Bloody good job. Anyway, I want to leave you with a final thought. Um, first of all, subscribe iTunes, podcast, Starting Block, Me Plus Three for TSB. Get amongst it. Throw them out. Get your mum on board. Your bed, best friend, you whatever. Just. Hook up. So final thought. The Swiss must have been bloody confident to win the war or any war. Because their army knife's got a bloody corkscrew on it. Until next week, I'm BE. Keep it real, Blockheads.
2: It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in, police-stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works!
1: I my- I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What are you fucking Asian Dick crazy? <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening. Like I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you you gotta,
2: you just gotta do that. Without <laughs> the hat. <laughs> so you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy secretly you. enjoy it. You look no. like
1: you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I
2: hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, uh, come on, you secretly animal. love it.
1: No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at YouTube.com/slash Sunday Night Shit Show, and uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to the Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at the Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the
3: podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com.
0: Yes, back on the block, ladies and boys and girls, ah, cracking board over the board as we wait there. The number number um, always nice to see sex dolls in the crowd. A bit of sport content thrown back in. Absolutely, exactly. three percent. Uh, <laughs> Damo, if I may, I'd like to go on a bit of a rant if I can. Oh,
1: please. Absolutely. Now, let, me, let me clear the floor for you. Everybody sit down. If you're dri- if you're standing, sit down. If you're sitting, lie down. If you're driving, please pull over. We wouldn't want any of you to get stop.
0: hurt. That's right. Now, you you know uh, better than most that I'm a, a hardcore Major League Baseball fan.
1: Pretty to- – about as hardcore as it gets. The way I describe it to other people is I say – This fucking psychopath will watch five (laughs) games at once all on one screen in, like, different little boxes. Three screens. Three screens. screens. I'll
0: I'll get four games on one. I'll have one on the phone and one on the laptop. Yeah. Um, Got to mix up.
1: So he's an absolute fucking lunatic for baseball.
0: Yeah, 100% right. Now, this year, it's it's obviously a different situation. The season couldn't start because of the coronavirus. They started Mm. spring training. They said, look, we had to shut it down like all the other sports in America. Yep. Completely understandable. Now, what's happening? Understandable, with-
1: but enraging because this year was going to be the Rockets' year, I think. Especially once they traded in fucking uh, Russell Westbrook, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's happening now. It's definitely fucking happening this year with Harden and Westbrook in the same fucking team. Look out, baby." And then, of mean, course, not played, allowed to play.
0: You mean like when they played for OKC and didn't win shit? Yeah, no, no, no.
1: He's got the right <laughs> team now. He's a fucking yeah. super. He's a gun player. Come on, he's just <laughs> he's it, injuries player. have fucking held him back. That's a problem. Ah, he's
0: just yeah. He just never had the team around him. Uh, once, once KD left, he was screwed. Yep. Now, uh, so all the all the sports shut down. Now, in the background, all of them have sitting there, had to work out how are we going to come back. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back sometime. How are we going to do it? Yep. Now, the, with MLB, the issue is never about safety. The issue isn't about anything else. About money. It always comes down to fucking cash. Yep. Now, if you want to know two two parties who don't know how to read a situation, I present to you MLB. Okay. 'Cause in the middle of the pandemic where you've got, you know, hundreds li- of oh, or how many hundred over a hundred thousand lives lost in America. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you've got, you know, jobs being lost everywhere, forty million
1: unemployed, Greeno latest
0: figures 40 million unemployed exactly you've got a lot of thing a lot of hardship going on in in the world and specifically in America and and,
1: and if to- i i know it's your rant but if i could just add a lot of a, a lot of like the fucking fringe employees from professional sports teams right like the guys who fucking organize the bats the guys who clean clean the fucking uniforms the guys who yep. make the operation run on game day and shit they've all been fucking let go like a lot of the that office staff below. have been let go yep. so-
0: You've had minor league teams who yep. have been shut down. They've cancelled the minor league season. So these guys who are only on like four hundred bucks a week, mm-hmm. they've lost their job and not getting paid. Yep. Um. Or for some some clubs. Yep. Uh, some are
1: still paying some, them. Some who are now, like under contract from a major league team who have been like farmed out. They're probably still getting paid, but they'd probably be getting like seventy five percent reduced wages or some shit like that. Like there'd be some clause in it, right? Something happening there in the background.
0: Now, uh, what better way to get the public on side than, you know, hey, we've got, we've got two options here. We can find a way to bring some joy back to people and get this sport back up and running. Or we can have an argument in public between billionaires versus millionaires. <laughs> now, the fuck MLB it. has sick. gone the, the latter. Right. They've gone, fuck it, we've got to find a way to save some cash. We're gonna go uh we're gonna go back and forth here and just delay the season. <laughs> and and remember possible. and
1: remember baseball like tries to play itself off as like the fucking working class game that everybody like everybody can play, you know. Oh, we play in the streets, Greeno, you know, we play in yeah. the fields like it's the it's the families, it's the working
0: class game, right? Yeah. <laughs> So quick, quick summary of the situation for you. What happened back in March, there was an agreement between the players union and the, the owners, which said, look, we'll we'll play as many games as we can and we'll give you a prorated salary. Mm-hmm. So the players are like, sweet, we'll sign up with that. Yep. No dramas. If we play half the games, we're happy to take half our pay. Makes sense. No dramas. What happened after that is the owners then realized, oh, shit, we've got no crowds coming to these games. Oh, that's going to chip into our profits a little bit. Fuck it. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to change the offer. You, we want you to pay, we'll give you pro rata, but then 80% of the pro rata. Right. So if you play half the games, we'll pay you half your wage and then take 20% off the top. Ooh. So the players are like, so, and the owners came back with like 80 games. And the players are like, no, 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 that, that's not flying. We had an agreement back here. Yep. How about we play 114 games and you give us our full rate pro rata? Yep. So then the owners come back with, okay, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Uh, we originally offered 80 games. Let's change it to 70 games. And instead of the 80 pro rata, we're going to then do a scaling reduction of wages depending on how much you earn.
3: Jesus. Players like, no,
0: no chance. So then they the players came back with like, we won 100 games at full pro rata. That's yep. what we agreed to. The owners came back with a third offer to go, uh, okay, now we're going to go down to 50 games. Yeah, because as this at- goes
1: on, like the potential of like games that they can play and still fall like within the calendar is getting less and less and less, right? Every, like exactly. the longer this happens.
0: So then the owners come back so, with so we're gonna So we're at- going
1: to get to the end of the fucking process and they're going to be like, okay, we'll play the last game of the season <laughs> and we want to be pro-rated in for 50 games. And they go, no, how about we give you four innings? We'll play yeah. four innings of a game. No, no. We'll play one game over Skype. Yeah, flip a coin. We'll, we'll play yeah. Xbox. We'll play Major League Baseball yeah.
0: on Xbox. Okay. <laughs> so the, the the ironic thing when you we'll look at the we'll flip a finance, coin.
1: We'll flip a coin, but we want to be pro-rated yeah. in for three innings. Okay.
0: The, the the irony when you look at the finances of every single offer the owners have, have put out there is it all equates to the same dollar value, just in a different presentation. Ah. So every single. Every single offer they made is effectively you're going to get 33% of your wage because we don't want to cop losses. Right. So they just packaged it in different ways.
1: <laughs> so you're definitely on the so, player's side on this debate.
0: Oh, 100% right. But yeah. what's, uh, what was interesting is- Because like, well, you know, you know the that,
1: way this works out. Sorry to interrupt, but you know this yeah. way that works out the owners and the MLB fucking get together and they're like, look at these greedy players. They don't understand. Like they're not prepared to make sacrifices. Look at these disgusting, greedy players, huh? And turn the fans against the players and say, it's all your fault.
0: Well, the the players have got something on their side here because like putting it in simple man terms, like we're talking about millions of dollars, Mm. but if you go to work, if you go to work for 60 days, and you get days $60, yep then I want $60. But if I go to work 30 days, I want $30. Yep. But the owners are like, yeah, we need to go to work for 30 days, but we're only giving you 10 bucks. Yep. It, like if you're an employee, you're like, no, no let, that's that's fine. We'll take half the wage because we're doing half the work, but you can't cut us down more just so you don't get in your profit margin. That's not how it fucking works. That's right. If, um, if I'm taking a hit, you, make you make fucking
1: money. take a hit.
0: Like, and for years, these owners have been making billions of dollars yep. off the players and they didn't, they don't do profit sharing in the MLB. So now suddenly there might be losses. The owner's like, well, fucking, no, you need to help us take the cut. We're taking some of your wages back. It's insane. Well, it's like,
1: it's, for me, it's like these fucking airline companies, screener. Who for years and years and years have been making fucking billions of dollars. They've been screwing over their workers. They've been hiking up the prices of fucking tickets because they know if you've got to fly, there's no other option. Like you can't, you know, if you have to fly somewhere, you have to fucking fly there. There's no other way around it. So they know this. So they've been hiking up their prices. They've been sending their fucking uh, share price through the roof. Everybody's getting fucking rich at the top. They've been laying off workers, cutting costs. They start doing maintenance in fucking other countries so they can expand that profit margin. And within three weeks of the coronavirus lockdown, they start coming back to the taxpayer who pays who buys the fucking tickets in the first place, go, You can't let us go broke. This isn't fair. We're losing money here. It's like well, yeah, hang cash on. injection. Didn't you yeah. put a little bit away? Because you're the fuckers who keep telling us, the people who are like stuck at home, people who are losing their jobs and stuff, oh well, too bad. You should have saved for a fucking rainy day, shouldn't you? Yeah, you should've
0: saved for a rainy day. Right. Um, it's absolutely insane. And look, a lot of the arguments that come about this and the bad bad look for this uh, this MLB stuff is the fact that it's been like portrayed in the media. People are leaking these negotiations, yep. right? And people are like, "Oh, you know, it's surely it's coming from both sides." The irony of it being though, like, uh, it kind of got brought to the front of who's actually leaking it constantly. Last uh, last week, I think it was was the MLB draft. So this is MLB's, you know, news cycle, yep. right? For three days, there was no leaks whilst they had the news cycle for the draft. Where do you think those leaks may have actually been coming from, Damo? Hmm. If if suddenly they went silent for three days when it was all talking about the draft, but then literally the day after... Oh the players are demanding all these exorbitant things.
1: And especially when like the majority, the bulk, I'm not going to speak for all of them, but the bulk of the sports reporters in the US who cover baseball, I'm going to assume are probably on like fucking very sweetheart deals with the team owners and the staff and the staff at the MLB because they want what? Greeno, they want fucking access.
0: Access. It's all about access. So they
1: the this um, this shit gets so you leaked can't write out. A bad thing about That's right. It, now, it gets leaked uh, out to it gets leaked I, out to I, I, the I'm little
0: like, I'm sick of being angry about it. So yeah. I've taken it into my own hands. Now, I, at the start of the year, my my subscription for MLB uh, just gets taken automatically out of my bank account. Yep. I'm just on a renewable. Now, I've got the bells and whistles package, right? I've got everything. Like, if if I want to sniff a jock strap, I've paid for it. It's covered. <laughs> um. So I, I I reached out to MLB this week and and, and proposed to them my refund proposal pro rata agreement (laughs) i want a pro rata agreement and then 20 percent on top because that's the way they seem to be negotiating
1: very well done nice gary money back nice gary (laughs) fuck
0: Fuck mlb right now it's absolutely ridiculous and i don't blame the players if i'm willing half the work and they give me half my pay sweet i think that's a reasonable request but you know yeah, to try and take more pay cuts just so you don't ship into your billion-dollar profit. Go fuck yourself, owners. So
1: you can um, so you can get another fucking uh, massage at the Asian, Asian massage parlor. Exactly. <laughs> Even though that's yeah. NFL. I know that's an NFL owner. Don't fucking
0: heat me up. I know. We're just it's talking about, about team owners in general. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to end the show on a good note, Damo. Good. One of our favorite segments from the good old days. On our 10-year anniversary year, is a segment we used to refer to as the puppies and the babies. Puppies or, and
1: the babies. Or woof, or woof, woof,
0: woof, wah. <laughs> um, it's been and so long. But those. It's been forever because I refuse to read any news anymore, uh, except if it's about Beck Judd or Gwyneth's vagina. So <laughs> I don't get to come across many puppies and the babies. But this popped up when I was looking up fantasy footy the other day. Hmm. And it got me excited because it was good to have it back on the show. And for our American listeners, the, the puppies and the babies, the woof-woof-wah is normally a fluff piece that used to be on every paper. If someone needed a bit of an image adjustment with the footy, they'd either have a picture on the, the Sunday paper with either a dog or a baby, and it was a staple of every Sunday morning paper. There'd be a, a, a footy player, a big rough mongrel, with a footy player, yeah, um, or with a baby, and it was it was a good segment. Whenever thought, we need
1: it? to, whenever whenever we need to jag the news cycle back to positivity. And like, well, you know what? Uh, Sure, you've been reading a lot about rape allegations and uh, people, you know, stabbing taxi drivers in nightclubs and what have you. Sure, you've been reading a lot of negative stories lately. But guess what? Look at this guy with this pattern, this fucking dog. Would you look at that? Look at him! Look at him! What a big heart this guy's got! You know that's generally like the way it goes. This is the news cycle in sports journalism in this country. Bad thing happens, yeah. good stories come out. <laughs> Bad things happen, yeah. good stories come out. It's fucking it's <laughs> uncanny. <laughs>
0: it's amazing yeah. how that happens. It's good to have the puppies and the babies back. Now, he's pointed out in the chat, Boogie can't get a word in today. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear Boogie's comments, you can listen to his eight hours of casting. <laughs> I'm allowed to have a rant, B.E. Nice, Gary! <laughs> uh, you got anything else, man, or are we going to go to plugs?
1: <sighs> oh, we'll go to plugs, Greener. Oh, you don't want to touch on the puppies and the babies? Look at this.
0: What's it? Well, we, we've touched on it. We've Look looked
1: on, at it. The rescue we've dogs, Greener. Yeah.
0: Excellent. warrior Warriors pound pavement with rescue dogs to stray. Ah, oh, good wordplay here. Stray away from straight apartments. Away from there you above. go. Wolf woof wow. It's got a pun. It's got three footy players with puppies. Yep. Uh it's it's unbelievable. Unfucking unbelievable. Um, there you go. <laughs> nice, Gary! Brad Walter used to be a credible journalist. Now he's doing what woof woof wild wow stories. <laughs> well, this is this is what happens when they go from
1: like uh like from a news outlet. So he went I where was he before? Was he at the, he the yeah he was at the Herald, yeah. So he went for the Herald and went directly to write for NRL.com. But that's another reason, right? So like, we were talking about the baseball guys before. Now, if you're a baseball journal at fucking ESPN, you spend years building up all these contacts and networking at, like, the Major League Baseball and the team owners and stuff, you know that eventually you're going to get a job at fucking MLB.com, and you can write puff pieces directly for the fucking organisation, right? Yeah. If you go <laughs> exactly. too hard, if you, write, if you ask too many hard questions, they're not going to want you, because they're going to be like, well, don't, we don't want somebody uncovering our corruption. <laughs> you know, like, why would we have you around? That's when you We're end up doing an internet blog hater,
0: right? Yeah. yeah, to basically be our advertiser here.
1: That's it. So you'll end up on the internet writing a blog or something that, you know, 10 <laughs> people a week read. So that's why, that's why they don't <laughs> Brad, cover the stories.
0: So influencer.
1: Yeah. Influencers. Speaking of influencers, Greeno follow Greeno <laughs> at the starting block. One word we'll drop the K at the end. Follow me at bookie bumper. Uh, don't forget to follow our friends, be the earth reporter in the chat. We also mentioned UK Neil earlier. Uh, Why censored as well, and anybody else we might have forgotten, and that's it, Greener. Got to mention Monica because she she's uh, she's yeah. been tried the last few
0: weeks. Yeah. making sure she's part of the chat, yeah. tuning in live.
1: Give Monica a follow as well.
0: Now, and now, a question to Monica though: Has she subscribed on iTunes and given us a five star rating? Ah, uh,
1: probably not. Yeah, so she can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes, Monica.
0: Jokes, Just joking. <laughs>
1: All right. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for you joining us, everyone. See you next week.
0: We'll always
2: be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject, just reporting. Monica says she she has, so we got to be fair to
1: Monica. Okay, we take it back. You don't have to go to hell. (laughs)
2: Tongue is vicious. If I call you uncouth, it's simply that. Who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near to wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with promises kept at 8 p.m. Eastern time, followed by the speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss.
4: Yankee, you mean some
2: irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube.
4: That's right, Doc. Follow us at WinningTV on all of those channels.
2: So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on.
3: I still think it's irrelevant fun. But
1: why are you farming for coins when you have a heavy bag? You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.